Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The Pulse with your girl, your host, Casey Inspires. Look, I am so excited about today's episode. We are going to be talking about goals. And I know my last podcast, I was talking about getting started. Like the first thing that you have to do when it comes to getting starting getting started is to start. That was the thing um, that I spoke on on last week. And I really stress to you guys is finding one thing that you can do because we have a tendency of procrastinating and putting things off because of fear, because of frustration, because of familiarity or whatever the case may be. We have a tendency of putting stuff off on tomorrow that we can have and do and get accomplished on today. But I wanted to do a podcast that was centered around goals because I know that we could, we can set goals and knock them out the park and kill it. And the actual goal that we set didn't lead to us accomplishing what we wanted to accomplish. Does that make sense? Like, we set goals to do stuff and it's not really tied to a plan or a purpose that God has created and designed for us to do. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about um, Gold Digger. Um, this was a life class that I did uh, last year around this time and the amount of feedback that I got back on people that implemented um, these six steps in their life able to live an extraordinary or have an extraordinary year because of the goals that they were able to accomplish. So on today, this is going to be a great episode and I am excited um, to hear your feedback and to hear how you're going to kill it on this week. So the first thing that I want to talk about when it comes to being a gold digger and living and or having an extraordinary year, the very first point I want to talk about is drafting doable, measurable, realistic goals. In Habakkuk 2 and 2, it says this, it says, write down the vision, make it plain, on tablets, which tablets, which is paper, so that whoever read it may run with it. And the first and most important thing for us to do when it comes to setting goals and really being strategic about how we're going to approach our assignments, meaning the purpose and um, the will that God has for us right now in this moment is that we have to draft doable, measurable, realistic goals in this season. And the best way I came up with to do this or the best practical way to do this is using the five golden rules. And the first rule in those five golden rules is setting goals and writing. We know that because Rebecca told us that we know what it says was setting it in writing. So that means getting out a journal and writing it down, getting out a dry erase board, going to buy one and writing it down putting it on your mirror so you can see it every day. But 
whatever you have um, in your heart to do and what you feeling led to do in this season, you have to write it down. Studies show that 78% of goals that are written down are achieved than they are just having them in your mind. It's something about being able to see it disappear, see it checked off or see it accomplished that does something to the motivation of the person that's doing it. So you have to set it in writing. The second thing you have to do is set smart goals. And what I mean by setting smart goals is making sure that the goal that you're setting is connected to your passion your purpose and the plan. You hear what I'm saying? Making sure that it's connected to your passion, your purpose and the plan that you have in place. Because oftentimes we set goals that doesn't even add up to anything. And once we accomplish that goal, it's just like, okay, we did that, but what did it lead to? You know, like what did you actually fulfill in your life when you did that goal or what this goal, what is this goal going to equal at the end of it? So you just have to think through and really put your, really, really think about it. Don't just put stuff down on your goal or on your vision board on things that you want to do just to have something on there. No, if I want to go to school and my goal is to go to school, I need to put a goal on there that's going to help me achieve. Or if I want to be a doctor, let me put it this way. If I want to be a doctor or if I want to be a veterinarian or if I want to be a teacher or whatever I want to do, something that will be on my goal list would be going to school, like filling out the application to go to school, you know, so you have to have um, goals that set in place that are achievable, that um, not only are achievable, but make sense to the passion, your passion, your purpose and the plan that you have for your future. The other thing I would say, and when I say this is key, the third thing is setting a schedule, not a deadline. So putting yourself on a schedule and not setting a deadline, because if we set a deadline and say, this is my goal is to do X, Y, and Z um, by August, what tends to happen is we procrastinate and then it's July. And we're sitting around, we're looking like, dang, my deadline is about to come. And we keep pushing it back. We keep pushing it back. We keep pushing it back because we did not set a schedule instead of a deadline, meaning it should be daily to do's. It should be weekly to do's. It should be monthly to do's that you need to mark down as you're creating these goals as to what you need to get done in order for you to have it complete and finish by the time that you have scheduled. You see what I'm saying? So if it's that you're going to school and school is starting in August, um, you might have um, a weekly plan as as to getting all your transcripts from the other schools that you've been to so that you can get credit for them or filling out the applications to see um, what schools you're going to get accepted into. Or it could be filling out right now is the time if you're going back to school right now is the time for 
you to be applying for scholarships. So applying for scholarships, seeing what free money is out there. If you're working a job and you want to further your education, see if they do um, employee uh, reimbursement or if they play, pay for your schooling. That's something that you want to look into now. And you can say on today, by the end of the week or by the end of the month, um, this is what I need to have scheduled to get done. So instead of setting a deadline, setting a schedule for yourself, you will find out that you would accomplish more by doing that. So the first one was setting goals and writing. The second one was setting smart goals. The third one was setting a schedule and not a deadline. The fourth one is setting goals that motivate you. And this is what I said that making sure that the that the goals are connected to your passion, your purpose, and then make sure that it has a plan because you want to make sure that you're passionate about these things that you are doing, like passionate about it, like motivated by them, because this is things that you're going to be doing. This is the things that you believe that you are called to do in this season of your life. So it's important that you make sure that they're motivating you. Um, and then keeping in mind that we are result oriented creatures. Like we love results. We love to see stuff done and accomplished. So if you got goals that you're setting that are leading to nowhere, don't make sense are not rewarding or not motivating, then you you will have a tendency of procrastinating, getting complacent and not really having an extraordinary year because that's what it's all about. It's about setting goals, knocking them out the park and having an extraordinary year where you are definitely know without a shadow of a doubt that you're living your best life and you're living it right now. Um, so make sure that you set goals that are motivating to you and then stick with it. I mean, how many times did you can, you can honestly say that you set goals, you had a vision board. It was all pretty and stuff. You don't did one with your church. You don't did one with your, with your homegirls. You don't did one at the singles group or whatever. It looks good, but ain't, Ain't nothing finished on it. Last year, you, you got a, a corner full of vision boards that, sh that you ain't did nothing on. And it's time out for that because you're too smart. You're too intelligent. You're too gifted to have all this stuff inside of you that you want to do and you accomplish nothing. And this has nothing to do with outside people. And that's what it is about the pulse. And my show is that it's not about getting your homegirl right or getting someone else right, but applying this information, applying these these goals. I mean, applying these um, things to your life where you can be able to win because it's all about that. So you have to stick with it. Don't allow yourself to get sidetracked. Don't allow yourself to get depressed or discouraged. Keep and maintain encouragement in your life. So the first one is setting goals in writing. The second one is set smart goals. The third one is set a schedule, not a deadline. Um, the fourth one is set goals that motivate you and then stick with it. The second thing that I want to talk about with about goal being a gold digger and um, living and uh, having an extraordinary year by accomplishing things that you want to accomplish is including God. So 
God said this to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 29 and 11. He said, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And what the reason why I am saying, including God, is because we have to have a source that's greater than what we want. And our ability. We have to have a source that's greater than what we want and our ability. And there's nothing like being tied to not just having passion, but having having your the ability to being tied to a purpose or a calling that you know God has called and designed and fashioned you to do based on your experience, based on your background. He knitted you, he formed you in your mother's womb because he knew the plans that he had for you, plans to prosper you and plans not not to harm you and plans to give you a hope and a future. So it will be not smart of us to have all these goals and to have all these plans and to have all these desires and we leave God out of the equation he created you for a reason and if I can may I stop if you're on this podcast and you're listening to this podcast and you say what is she talking about I'm talking about accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior because no matter what you want to do in this world, it's like you have been created to do something great and dope in the earth that people need that's in the inside of you. And you have to go to the creator to find out what you have been created to do. And he stand willing and ready to accept you and check that because that's the greatest resource that you will ever have. The greatest power that you will ever have is the power of salvation. The, the understanding that you don't have to do it alone. The power of the Holy Spirit living in the inside of you. I don't want anyone to be excluded from this. So definitely you need to include God. The third thing that I want to talk about is um, guarding your vision and goals from small minded people. This is so important. It says in Proverbs 4.32, above all else, guard your heart from, from everything you do flows from it. Or read to you Proverbs 4 and 13. And it says, hold on to instructions. Do not let it go. Guard it well for it is your life. And the reason why I, I read Proverbs 4 and 23 above all else guard your heart because when it comes to your visions and goals, your vision and goal is the heart of your purpose and passion. It's the heart line from it. And so we have to make sure that we are being practical uh, and we are safeguarding it from small-minded people like it's no need for you to have this level of faith to do something that, you know, God has created and called you to do. You can barely explain it to yourself. You know what I'm saying? So let alone explaining it to someone else. If you're at that fragile state and you like not really struggling with doubt or who you are, but you're kind of like testing the waters, trying to figure it out. As you go, you want to guard it from small minded, small thinking people. And that's protecting it. Everything that you do, you don't have to post or share on social media. And I know we like to do, you know, say what we're about to do and put it out there. And but if you're not 
in a field where you need clients or you need influence on that, like that type of, like it doesn't, you don't need to post that type of stuff because I'm telling you the moment when your expectation is for people to celebrate you and they don't celebrate a venture or an idea or a goal that you have, it's going to lead to discouragement and you don't want to put your plate, your faith in a place where it can be discouraged or it can be trampled upon or your confidence can be brought down. You just want to guard it from your vision and your goals from small minded people. And I'm talking mother, brother, like whoever that is. And you have to safeguard it from yourself. You have to stay in a in a position and in a posture where you continue to learn and you continue to develop and you continue to motivate yourself and encourage yourself to be great, not to be good, not to be average, but to be great. If this is something that you believe in and you even know, even with yourself, sometimes doubt try to creep in. But we come against that in, in the name of Jesus that you won't have doubt. So you have to protect it not only from your own thoughts, but you definitely have to protect it from anybody else, you know, like protect it, protect it, protect it, protect it from small minded people. OK, so number four is getting an accountability partner like this is so important and it talks about it and I'm not going to read it but it talks about it in Hebrews 10 and 24 go and read that scripture where it talks about having encouragement and being around people that can encourage you and in the faith like to, to just to knowing that the day is approaching but having and encouraging one another so what this is talking about is is what I'm saying is that you need to get someone that's going to hold you accountable that's going to hold you accountable for everything that you have put on your goal list to do. Get you somebody that's already killing it in that area or get you to somebody that's already alive and thriving in that area and help them to help you stay and remain accountable. And I'm not talking about people that's going to be lax on you are not going to be not care about your development or not care about you live an extraordinary year because everybody is not going to be happy or for you wanting to rise above where you're at now or going to another level. And if you are excited about going to another level, you have to get an accountability partner to hold you accountable. The next thing I want to talk about, which is the number five is number five is eliminate excuses. Like there should be some non-negotiables in your life. Like in order for you to live an extraordinary life, you have to eliminate all excuses as to why you can't. There should be some non-negotiables in your life. If you know that you're about to go back to school or you're about to start a business, there's going to be places and things that you cannot see. There's going to be places where you cannot go. There's going to be people that you cannot conversate with because of your brand and because of your image and because of what you're trying to do. And you have to have some non-negotiables in your life. You have to have some stuff that you will not post on, on Instagram, some, some um, friendships that you you will not link up with some standards that you will maintain like you have to have that in order for you to live an extraordinary life and you to get your goals done this year we are three months in we're a month four right now 
And how many of you can say that you're killing it right now, that you're killing your goal list? You got so you got stuff checked off already and you've been motivated and encouraged to be able to do it. And I'm telling you, most of the time is that we we have these excuses and the reason why we can't do stuff. And it's just us being lazy and not committed to doing exactly what we know God has called and commissioned us to do. There is no excuse. What excuse have do you have? Technically, when, when God told you that you can do all things through him. Now, I already said include God. So if God is included in everything that you do, and I'm not saying go to God and have him co-sign what you're doing, but I'm talking about going to God and said, before the foundations of this world, there is something that you created me to do. And I want to do that. And I don't want to have any excuses as to why I can't do what God has already created me to do. I shouldn't have any. So if this is the thing that you know God has created and fashioned you to do, there is no excuse, no excuses, and there should be some non-negotiables in your life to be able to get it done. So if God is saying the X, Y, and Z is what you're supposed to do this year, because I don't want to say one thing and then you be thinking I, I said it and that's the only thing. No, if God told you to do X, Y, and Z this year, right? Don't you believe that the God that told you to do it, put the ability to do it in the inside of you? And he knew you was raised without a father. So you can't use that. He knew your upbringing. He knew all your flaws. He knew your hangups and hiccups. And still, and yet he chose you. So there is no excuse. And your prayer should be, God, give me the power to be able to do what you have fashioned and created me to do right now in this moment and in this season of my life. And the God that promised that he will never leave you nor forsake you will manifest the ability to get it done. He will manifest that for you. Just stay connected to him. And the last thing I want to say with um, being on how to be a gold digger, living an extraordinary life is reward, rejoice and repeat. Reward, rejoice and repeat. You have to have that system in place. We even see it in the book of Genesis when God created the earth. He didn't create everything. First of all, he didn't create everything just in one day, but he had the power to be able to do it, but he did. So in seven days he created it. But what I love so much about Genesis one and two, and when he was before he created the men, man, and he was creating the earth, like every day after he created the sun and the moon and darkness and light and separated the waters from the ground. And regardless of whatever he did at the end of the day, he took time to look at it and say it was good. He took time to sit back and rejoice on the fact that he completed that. And we have to we have to implement that same type of pattern or habit in our own life is not beating ourselves up and not being so hard on ourselves, but learning how to reward, rejoice and repeat, learning how to sit back and say, you know what? This month you checked everything off on your to do list for the week. Girl, I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I'm going to go out and I'm going to celebrate the fact that I'm closer than I've ever been before. And I'm going to reward that and I'm going to rejoice and I'm going to say, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
for allowing me to do stuff that I didn't even think that I had the ability to be able to do. But you sent people in my life where I was missing it at to fill in the gap. And I just rejoice. And thank you for allowing me to be able to kill it this month. I mean, I'm talking about taking time to reward and rejoice. And then you have to repeat. You have to repeat. You have to go back to drafting durable, measurable, realistic goals. You have to go back to including God. You have to go back to guarding it, guard your vision and your goal from small minded people. You have to go back to getting an accountability partner. You have to go back from eliminating any excuses in your life. And then you repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it until everything that you have set out to do this year has been accomplished. I am so excited for you and all that God has charged and called for you to do in this year. Once again, I just want to thank you for tuning in to the pause with your host, your girl, Casey Inspires. So what I want you to do, the assignment that I want you to do today is to sit down and draft doable, measurable goals. Or, And if you already have your goals already written down for the year, applying the five golden rules and seeing um, if they're smart goals, um, if you can set a schedule instead of a deadline, are they motivated goals? And then just having the ability to set in your calendar where you can stick to it and getting things accomplished. If you've already set goals in your life and you did not include God in it, that will be your assignment for this week is to go back over your goals and say, God, what is it that I can take off of my vision board? What is it that I can remove because you never called me to it and begin to allow God um, and include God into the process of you being and living your best life. Now, say you don't um, you you already included God. You've already drafted your goals. Then your assignment will be to guard it. You know, maybe some of your frustrations and some of the things that you've been struggling with is because you have not put up a guard around what you know God has called and charged you to do for this year or maybe you just need an accountability partner and if you need an accountability partner and you cannot find one I am available to be your accountability partner like I said earlier you can email me at casey at the emerge life.com and um, we can connect um, I'll sit down with you not sit down with you if you're not actually in Dallas, but I'll um, get on a phone call with you and communicate with you and find out what is it that I can do to help you. I want to help you. I want you to kill it. I want you to live your best life now. And this is going to be the best year you ever had if you apply these principles to your life. So once again, I just want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the pause where I'm coming with you, coming to you every Sunday evening with a new episode and always remember to stay encouraged. I am your host, Casey Inspired, inspiring you to live your best life now. Have a wonderful evening.